Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Imperfectly Me podcast with your host, me, Jasmine Wilkin. Thank you for joining me for another wonderful episode. Now remember, the Imperfectly Me podcast is part of a nonprofit organization here in Christchurch, New Zealand. The organization's name, Jazz Fusion Studios. Our goal is to eradicate loneliness, decrease stress, anxiety, and depression. And we do all that through creative outlets. So if you guys want to get into a little creativity, jump on in go to our website www.jazzfusionstudios.org send us a little contact information and get involved we would love to have you so going straight into our episode for today i am joined by a very special person she was born and raised in pittsburgh pennsylvania united states of america she is a wife and has been a wife to this lovely man for 32 years. That is amazing. That's an amazing feat. She's an entrepreneur, um, retired Air Force wife. Yes, her husband was prior Air Force. And so she went through all of the Air Force things. She's a mom of four. And I have to say that she probably has a favorite, a favorite daughter, maybe. (laughs) This is my mom, Tanya Irvin, that joined us on the show. Thank you, mom, for coming on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. You are killing it out there in New Zealand. How are you today? I'm doing good. You know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I had to learn from you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The last time you told me the tree didn't fall too far from the apple, so I guess we're good here. You know, I used to say that a lot. I used to say the tree doesn't fall far from the apple, but you know, I want to keep this tree standing tall, so we're just going to say the apple fell down and the seeds came out and I'm my own tree. You know, (laughs) I love it. I love it. That core is where it's at, though. That core is where everything starts, begins and ends. I love Mm -hmm, it. mm Got to have a strong core. Got to have them strong seeds. (laughs) (laughs) So, mom, do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself before we get into the episode? Well, let's see. Um, I think you pretty much spoke well for me. Um, Yes, I'm a mother, a wife, a business owner. Um, I am a grandmother. I am a... um, I don't know, a woman who works hard at everything that I do. So as you well know, and um, how much more could you ask for? (laughs) (laughs) Well, for today's episode, we are going to be talking about my mom's um, experiences and her tips and her tricks to how she dealt with having four rambunctious children in the household growing up and teaching them and training them and, you know, how to go and also how she deals with it now as a adult and, you know, having adult children and everything like that. All right. So we'll start with what you, how about we do, we break this into a little bit of seasons. Mom, if you can start with when you had young children, how did you deal with the stress of being a new mother? Well, you have to take everything day by day because with four children, you're going to have a bunch of different personalities. And I found that if I just allow each child to be the individual that they are, then I can balance out what I need to do based on each child's um, needs, each child's uh, wants, each child's challenges. It was literally a day-by-day challenge for me to just get everything all in one big, wonderful basket, and it was interesting day-by-day. How did you find with like trying to maneuver through or even learn the different personalities? I find it hard for myself, being a mom of four young kids, um, that finding the different personalities and trying to figure out how to work with them, talking to one a little bit differently than the other because they need a different level of sensitivity or what have you is actually really hard to navigate. So how did you navigate that? Like, how did that become something that you were good at? 
personality test. What you do is you allow your children to go through a personality test with you. So therefore, when you have your child who's fun, they want to go do everything fun, then you tweak what you're going to do based on that fun child. And then you have the one who is purpose-driven, and you take that purpose-driven child and you give them something to do that is going to change the world. And then for your child that is analytical, you give that child something to think about. And for the child who is absolutely positively just needing to get everybody all together so we can all have love all over again. You just start the whole process with that child and you just tell them to go to each and every one of them other other kids and tell them how much we all love each other. That's actually a pretty that's actually pretty good advice. And I, I'm sitting here thinking about my own kids. I'm like, I know that like Justice is very purpose driven. She she likes to have a task to do. She likes to feel important and needed. As Araya she she couldn't care less if you needed her to do something or not because her 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 personality is more on the side of um, independence. She wants to be able to go and do her own thing and feel like she has space to do her own thing. Um, every so often when she wants to come and help you, it should be on her terms because she's a little bit different in that sense. So it's actually really interesting that you said that. And I have to say, I mean, I probably am. Which which child am I? I mean, I just want to you know. Just... You are the fun loving child, of course. All right, you're the one that can make everybody. Crawl into a closet just to see if we. I, I do remember that true story, and we did all fit, so that was amazing. Yeah, and everybody did it, which was absolutely I couldn't believe it. Then you're like, come on, everybody, let's go over here, let's try this bathroom now. Whole family, let's see if we all fit, and we all ran like some. So it all happened. That is true. I do remember that, man. Some good, some good memories. All right, mom. Now let's move on to when are your kids are a little bit older. So they, they've kind of gotten this personality thing down, but now they're getting into the, the phase of, we'll say preteen to teenager phase, which I know that I was, man, preteen and teenager phase, I can still remember that for me. How did you deal with the stress that comes with raising preteens and teenagers and then having so many of them at one time? Well, you really just got to take it one step at a time again with those children because they're dealing with so many hormones that it'll drive everybody crazy. They drive themselves crazy. They drive you crazy. And I found out that when kids say they don't know, you know, you say, what's wrong with you? And they say, I don't know. It's actually true. They don't know. That's true. That is so true. I remember so many times I'm like, I don't know why I'm so angry right now, but I'm angry. Or I don't know why I'm so sad, but I'm sad. Like, I don't know why, but I am. That's I'm not at that phase yet, but I have to say that is one thing I have been like in the back of my mind constantly thinking about is that my kids are going to grow up and they're going to be teenagers and, and young adults. And I'm going to have to figure out how to almost, it's almost as if you're you're having to figure out how to redo parenting because what you did when they were younger might not work when they're older, correct? Oh, it doesn't work. You have to change everything up um, according to the seasons of the child. And sometimes those seasons can happen every six months. So all you all you parents out there, you're not alone in this turmoil of, you know, raising little ones. You're not by yourself. I'm there with you. So, and hey, my mom made it through and I'm here. So... <laughs> and everybody's in one piece so that's all that counts (laughs) now now how did you deal with the hard days well so as a as a parent you find that there's some things that you're just not going to get around you know it's like if you can't beat them join them so for example i'll have a child that's having an absolute meltdown i'm in the middle of the store trying to get my retail therapy on 
have another child that's hungry and wants to eat, have another child that's sleepy and wants to do their thing. So I figure if I just go around to everybody and do what they want to do at the same time as getting my retail therapy in, this is going to be awesome. So I give one child an ice cream, I pat the other child to sleep, and I enjoy fun with the one child that wants to do whatever it is they're trying to do. I mean, like, you know, I just try to squeeze it all in and at the same time make sure these jeans fit. <laughs> That's <laughs> So you really had to be a jack of all trades, wear many hats. Yes, pretty much, pretty much. But, you know, it's funny because after a while, you just have a cadence as an adult, as a parent, as a mom, as a wife, as a all the people that you are, you have a cadence and what you do you just start, you know, just kind of dancing to the beat of your own drum, you know? And if you allow yourself the opportunity to be like water or just kind of be free flowing with it, I mean, before you know it, you're walking around singing Hakuna Matata. That's wise words for my mom. You guys listen to that. Okay. Cause I feel like I, I fall into that a lot of the time. You can't always have control over everything. And that sometimes that's where our stress comes from. And I do feel like in my life as a mom, when I try to have control over everything and try to be so rigid that I can't go with the flow, that those are the days that are most stressful for me. So like my mom was saying, listen, you got to be more like water and go with the flow and you're going to get through the day. You're going to find yourself a lot less stressed. That's I'm going to actually have to implement that like ASAP because I, I feel like there are those days where I am very rigid. I'm like, no, the kids are doing this and then this and then this and they don't fit into my boxes but I'm older, I'm more mature, I should be able to flow and still lead at the same time. So that's actually really, that's really wise, mom. I actually appreciate that advice. Um, now let's, let's move, let's move right into um, having adult children. How do you deal with us as adults? Because now we're all spread out. We have, you know, one of my brothers are in Florida, one of them's in Texas. I mean, two of them are in Texas. And then you have one that's New Zealand. How do you deal with having adult children? You stay in your lane as an as an uh, as a mom, as a grandmom, as a uh, a wife. You stay in your lane because what happens is now you have these children who are not just fun, not just purpose driven, not just analytical, um, and not just you know that person that wants to bring everybody together. You now have children who have other people influencing. The relationship like their spouses or um you know their children or whatever the case may be so you have to get in your lane and um sometimes it's difficult to stay in your lane because you want to make sure that that child has everything that they need or they uh, are able to balance everything out and the fact of the matter is there is really no balance that's interesting if i look back on my life i feel like as a whole mom, you've always dealt with stress very, very well. Like I can't, I can't really pinpoint a day where I just felt like, oh, she just was stressed out because I always felt like you were very good at flowing through the days. And then even as we grew up, it's funny because I feel like my relationship with you when I was a young girl versus my relationship with you now as a woman with children myself is definitely different. And I can actually see how what you're saying about, you know, kind of being different in each season, how that's been working. And it's act it's pretty awesome. You are pretty you're pretty awesome, Mom. Oh, thank you. You're such a sweet daughter and you've grown up to be such a beautiful flower. I just love you. <laughs> well, you know, you know I try, you know I try. Thank you. <laughs> well, I tell you, you know, I think that the main thing is really just understanding where your power comes from. Because sometimes we try to invoke power that 
is not ours or try to take away power that belongs to somebody else or try to get in the way of situations that you really have no control over. And this is where all the stress comes in at. And so if you can just stay in your lane to figure out what works best for you, then everything else falls into place. And so when you try to make things happen, um, that's where all the stress and anxiety and depression and things of that sort comes from. So you really just got to understand where your power comes from. And once you do that, you understand as a mother, as a wife, as a grandparent, you're a superhero. And if you use your powers incorrectly, ooh, that can be a disaster. You see that? We're superheroes. I always knew I was a superhero. You just you just helped me to be able to unlock that That's in me. Right. That's, that's awesome. What I think that what I think that I can really take from what you just said is that stress, anxiety, depression, you know, even loneliness, it does come from us always trying to either feel like we have to have control or the inability to fluidly flow through the ups and downs that life is going to give us because it does give it to us. I mean, if we keep on the subject of having kids, there's some days where the kids are are angels. And then there's some days when it's just like, oh my goodness, what is going on? I know I taught you better. Like there are some days that's very, very hard as a parent. And there are, there are many days that are, it's amazing. Like, it's so funny. I feel like on the bad days and on the good days, the one thing that they have in common is that when my kids are asleep, I just have nothing but love for them. Like that even through the bad days and the hard days, when they're finally settled down and you have a second to really look at them, I'm not thinking about the hard day it was anymore. I'm just thinking about the love for that child. So yeah, being, being able to be fluid through that season is is actually really, really important. But mom, how do you deal with, with it if you can't be fluid? Like how do you, if you haven't learned to be fluid before or if it's an area that you're struggling with, how do you work on becoming fluid? Well, you first have to understand where your power comes from. So if you understand that, first of all, you're not going to be perfect. Second of all, your kids are not going to be perfect. Third of all, your family is not going to be perfect. Then you can pretty much start working with that because now you get, you take away all of the hard things that would make it more difficult for you. Like, for example, um, if we all go from point A to point B, you know, no one's able to cry or no one's able to, you know, like have a little freak out moment on the floor or whatever like that, you know? So if they have it, you're like, oh, she'll be up in a second. You know, (laughs) my child is always falling on the floor. That's normal. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Or, I mean, you know, just really just kind of understanding that um, you have to be very, very careful of where you put your energy is what I'm saying. Because where you put your energy to is what grows. So like, say for example, when your child is younger and they're learning how to walk, if you are constantly go, oh my God, don't do that. Oh my God, you're going to fall. Uh, 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 uh. Then the child is going to be like, oh, I got her attention because if I fall, if I go to do this, she's going to look over here, you know, or if this happens, like, you know, I can get my mom's attention. If I, if I go, uh, 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 and I'm like, I want to fall down. I hear the mom, oh my God, you know? And so, so all this energy and attention are given to something that is really not going to hurt the child if they were fall because they're right, you're at the floor. That's true. That's true. I can say, I can actually give a testimony to that. My mom was not one to really feed into my tantrums. Like as a preteen or a teenager, you know how you, you go through those seasons where you are dealing with a lot of hormones and things like that. So you do find with girls at that age, at least personally, 
that at that age you do have a lot of tantrums. I have to say my mom wasn't one to really deal with that. She would always say, don't invite me to your pity party. <laughs> I don't want to invite. Or she'd say, you know, go take a second and calm down and then come back because she didn't want to, she didn't feed into it. And I think for me, what it really did was it actually taught me how to deal with those things myself, which was really nice because it wasn't that my mom wasn't there, but she always made it very clear that, you know, you deal with your, with your tantrums or your overflowing of emotions. And then we can talk about the underlying feelings under there, which was really, really nice. So I actually really appreciate that. And I, I really hope that, you know, we're, we're all as you know, all listening here are able to kind of implement some of these things into our own lives. That's actually pretty awesome. As we wrap up this podcast, how about we wrap it up with some more of your wise words to all the moms and all the different seasons who may be listening. Can you give us like some wise words of how to deal with life? Well, once again, I would say to definitely take it one step at a time. Don't try to bite the whole, you know, thing at one time because it'll just be too overwhelming, too much for anybody. Um, And if you remember that everything that you do, you're like a superhero. You know, you have to understand your power. And if you understand your power, you understand who you are, then you will be very careful of who you give your energy to and what you give your energy to. And most of all, I want everybody on the line to hear this loud and clear. Hear this. Be very, very careful that you don't give permission for the wrong things to happen in your life. You need to give permission for the good things to happen. So when it comes to stress, when it comes to anxiety, when it comes to depression, make sure that you give yourself time, energy, focus on the good things and not the bad things and give yourself permission to enjoy the good things and not the bad things. And sometimes people give too much energy to the bad things and therefore given permission to those things. And therefore those things now overtake them and they don't know how to get rid of them. So you have to give yourself permission for the good things and not the bad things. I love that. I love that. A lot of the times we, we think so much about the bad stuff that's going on that when the good stuff happens, we're just like, Oh, you know, good stuff is supposed to happen to me. But then when the bad stuff happens, it becomes a big issue. The good stuff isn't always going to happen. Like nobody said that, good stuff is always supposed to happen to you. And so just like what my mom said, don't give your energy to the bad stuff. The bad stuff is inevitable. Sometimes it's going to happen. Life is full of ups and downs. But if you give all your energy to focusing on the bad stuff and, and constantly thinking about it and, and, you know, going over it over and over again on your head, and I could have done this, or I should have done that, or, you know, down talking yourself, you know, the mind talk is always really important. And a lot of times our mind talk is negative. If we give too much of that energy, then we end up in stress, we end up in depression and anxiety because we don't allow ourselves to sit there and enjoy the good and just flow through the bad. So that's that's a really wise one. I appreciate that. And I, I thank you for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom. We'll definitely have to have you on for a podcast all about being a wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And I appreciate you having me on this evening. I mean, on today, not this evening, but today. And I appreciate that you have, um, you know, been doing so much uh, for the community. Um, I appreciate that your nonprofit organization is uh, doing so much to help other people, um, you know, with creativity and um, all that you do. And uh, I just want to say a big fat, I'm proud of you. 
for um, all that you do, both with um, being a mom and being a business owner. So great job. I'm so proud of you. Yay. You guys heard that. My mom is proud of me. Woo, woo. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, mom. I love you. And we're definitely going to have you on again. And to all my lovely listeners, we will end this podcast the way that we always do. If you are struggling with stress, anxiety, depression, or loneliness, talk to somebody about it. Okay. It's not a trivial issue and you are not trivial. You are valuable. You are loved. You are important. Okay. So talk to somebody and let's repeat after me as imperfect as I am. I'm perfectly me. All right. Till next episode, you guys. Bye. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Imperfectly Me, the podcast brought to you by Jazz Fusion Studios. Remember, we are a nonprofit organization as well as a registered charity here in Christchurch, New Zealand. We depend on donations from listeners like you to keep us on the air, running and helping those who need the positive words that we can give them. Go to the website www.jazzfusionstudios.org click on the donate tab and you know give a little donation or if you just are interested in volunteering or just getting involved with us send us a little a little hello in our contact tab that would be fantastic we love hearing from you guys so comment down below if this episode meant something to you if you learned something new and also don't be shy comment if you want to hear something specific for the next episode we'd love to hear that as well music from this episode is brought to you by purple planet so thank you purple planet for the wonderful music till next time